0: On the Inside Story Podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers, when we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the Inside Story podcast. So happy you're here with me today, me and my guest. Um, if you Roll back a few episodes uh, prior to this one, we did a fun podcast takeover in which my my dear friend Adara Angelucci came on board and was the host of the Inside Story podcast, and she did a really fun interview with me and put me in the hot seat. So if you listen to that episode or you would like to go listen to that episode, that would be a great precursor to this one. But it was just unfair to give me the whole spotlight and not give time. For Adira to share a bit of her story because she's an amazing storyteller in her own right. This is one of the reasons why I agreed to let her come and do a podcast takeover. We have very similar backgrounds. She's an award-winning television host. She's a a producer and a director. She works in video. So we have a lot of similar similar backgrounds. And she uh, is a great interviewer, as you will hear on that episode. And she's all about the story. She's all about pulling the story out of people and companies and brands and highlighting those. And that's her, that's really her big work in the world, but like everyone, she has her own story to share as well. She's written a book called free spirit, which we'll talk about. So she's an author and something that came up in that episode that we talked on Adara is this idea around self-promotion. And we didn't really have a chance to dive into it, but I said, we, I gotta have you back. Cause I want to talk more about that. So we're definitely going to talk about self-promotion today and how sharing our stories, part of our responsibility is to put ourselves out there and to share the thing that we are here to share. And our stories are a big part of that. So I am so excited to have you back on the show for a second time. But now this time, my friend, you are in the hot seat. No. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks, April. Uh,
1: yeah. Speaking of self-promotion, we were just kind of discussing before we went live and it was like, what are the uh, hang ups? not for people, you know, women primarily. And I was thinking about that and it's because we were told to not talk about ourselves. It's not totally. all about you. You know, it's not all about you. I got told that so often when I was a child and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know, like, well, I thought life was for me.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So, we were so, so many women were fed that storyline and, you know, I, I definitely want to be clear. I think there's, there's, um, There is a a line that you can cross where you're just your ego takes over and it's all about you and your, you know, your social media channels could just be ridiculous with self-promotion and no substance. And that's not at all what we're talking about here. And I think when I talk with women, they have a fear that of not only like, well, I was told I got to be quiet. I was told that I shouldn't talk about myself. I was told never to make it about me and all those things that are actually pretty harmful. You know, dialogue. Mm -hmm. They fear that if they're going to step out, they're somehow going to go so far to the other end of the spectrum that they're going to cross that line. And it's almost comical because to me, I'm thinking, "Honey, we're just trying to get you to the starting line. I can assure you, you're not going to cross that line." You know. (laughs) So when you when you think about self promotion, when we were talking about that on our other episode. What, what is it for you? Like, why do you feel like we need to conquer this? And what's the benefit of self-promotion? Why do we need to get more comfortable with it? Uh, So talking
1: about ourselves with others, I think is a really neat skill to have and to cultivate because it is truly how we can build connection with another. And especially when we're being authentic and and real and really sharing, like, I know I go into so many rooms and people somehow just open up to me. And I I guess that's because I'm just giving my true self to the room and they feel comfortable to share with me. And I, I find that a real privilege and I'm really grateful for that. Um, And so I think that's the point of getting good at being a self promoter for yourself is that people open up to you, people share with you, people feel uh, that they can trust you with their story. And um, that's just such a beautiful connection to make with others. And when you were talking about crossing that line, I know what you mean, um, because you see it often online, and I'm sure all the women listening here do too. It's like me, 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 me. And it, it's kind of like doesn't feel good. It's almost like when women have a hard time doing sales because they don't want to come off too salesy and you don't want to come off like too promotey, you know, like, you know, what, what is this all about? And I think that's um for for you going out there in the world and just starting and learning how to share your story and those kinds of things, in your mind, you just need to flip the script that you're there for them. Like you're, you're there to serve them with your content. And it's not about you. It's about how you are here to support others. Right. And that's sort of my approach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking too that because you and I have similar backgrounds, like we've worked, both of us have worked in television. Both of us have been, you know, you still actively are video producing. Um, I'm not so much anymore, but was an active video producer for much of my career, um, working to help other people promote their, their goods and their services and their stories for sure, their stories. And I, I wonder, I mean, I, I, sometimes I try. I'm like, okay, April, take take me out of it because it maybe is a little bit easier for me. You know, I have mm-hmm. some training. Mm-hmm. It maybe is a little bit easier for, for Adira. Me, yeah. You know, because you have the training, you have the skill set. You've you've worked in this world a really really long time. Mm-hmm. And can you even think back? Because you've been doing this for so long. But can you even think back to the time when you first had? Because you're an entrepreneur that you first had to like put your own stuff out there. It's mm-hmm. easy to do it for a client, right? When you have someone come and they hire you to go do this video and you get it all done and everything's beautiful and you help them get that out into the world and help promote that for them and with them. But what was it like for you to have to like walk your own talk? And mm-hmm. do you remember what that was like? Oh, yeah.
1: And I'm just kind of thinking back to you, because we have different, you know, personalities going on here. We have people that maybe, you know, didn't speak up often in class. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the me's of the world that were like disruptors and, you know, gotten into detention often because we were always like speaking at a turn and things like this. Right. So I already had it in me. <laughs> <laughs> to share. Um, and, and it was really like learning how to cultivate that in a way that wasn't going to be um, a problem for others and and be disrespectful. And that was my learning um, growing up as an adult. But um, for those that, you know, kind of stayed in the background or um, you know, have have something to say, but weren't really ever encouraged to, I'd say that's just like another little leap that um, you know, they're not, they're not comfortable with doing. And, and it's it's learning how how to get comfortable with that. And how do you do that? Well, um, first off, when you know that you have had a client and you have created happiness for them in whatever service or product you provided, that's like a little like tick on your, on your, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I said I do box. Right. And the more uh, ticks you get in, I did what I said I'm going to do box, the more you can kind of go out into the world and be like, Hey, I do this thing. Right. (laughs) And you can start really small and it doesn't need to be a big extravagant, um, you know, showy piece of you, but it could just be at a networking event or over coffee or something, just learning how to say what it is that you do for people, because you actually have proof that that is what you do, right? So it's like gathering the proof so that you can start to feel like, yeah, yeah, this is what I do. Yeah, 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 this is me. Like, you know, and then for me too, it was surrounding myself with other entrepreneurs that we're also um, go- kind of going through the same thing and being each other's like support system. Like it's like mothers that all need to kind of get together and circle or, you know, sewers that need to get together and sew together. I don't know, but, you know, we need each other to, to kind of banter about uh, where we're falling or where we feel like we're failing and then other places where we feel like we're doing really well and we can kind of share that with each other. So I don't know if that answered your question fully, but I remember when I first went out, I needed proof. And then once I started getting proof, I felt more confident going out there and being like hey this is what I do in the world and then the more I kind of sang my own song and and told people like hello I'm here and this is what I do you know they'd be like oh you know it was also the charismatic piece in me like when people meet me they're they're very much like oh like I, I, I'm i interested in you I'm intrigued by you 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 have a good energy about you and um, that's just getting good with who you are and um, knowing that you have a place. In this on this earth. Like I said, in the beginning, I, I felt like I didn't have a place and I didn't know like was life built for me because I didn't fit anywhere. So, you know, it's finding um, your solid ground wherever that may be and with your community or what you're here to do and, and starting to build those proof pieces. And then, you know, going out in the world and just um, singing your tune, you know, and feeling good about yourself.
0: I mean, I think that's it. I think it's just really owning, you know, kind of tapping into that confidence and owning the truth of the things that you've done and, and, and going back and, and looking for the evidence or the proof and the experience that you have, you know, one of the things that I'll often get my clients to do is, okay, let's take out a sheet of paper and let's just write down everything you've ever done in your entire life that, lead you to be the right person to talk about this message or to share this product or to do whatever right like you know maybe it was you took this class in college you know maybe it wasn't even your degree but you took a class you know and you 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 studied in that one class maybe it was a job that you held at one point and you learned a particular skill set that transfers into what you're doing now maybe it wasn't even in the in the same industry of whatever it is you're in now but it was a skill set that you learned at one time maybe it is actual experience like you said those ticks in your boxes you have client testimonials you have people saying i worked with her and she did this amazing thing um you just have to go and write it all down and you also have to write down all the amazing things that you've done like what are some of your accomplishments that you're super proud of mm-hmm. you know like you have on your bio you're an award winning television show host right like that sets you up for like, okay, if you won an award, someone said you were good, right? Yeah. Like you, you, you actually have some sort of proof, you know, right. that that you actually know what you're doing and there is other validation there. So you have to look for those things. I know in yeah. the beginning when I was transitioning over and building light beamers. I I came from that world. I came from video producing. I came from getting telly awards and, you know, getting, um, associated press awards and things like that. And I talked, I didn't talk about it at all because I was like, oh, that's my other life. Mm. You know, what I do here at light beamers is so different and it's not the same. (laughs) I finally realized, oh, that's part of my own self-promotion. I actually have to use that stuff yeah, because they gives one, you credit reminded of it myself. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that actually has led me to do the work at light beamers that I do. And it, Absolutely. and it has helped me be, you know, be able to do this well. And so now it is, you know, I'm an award-winning a journalist, you know, and, mm-hmm. but I didn't say those things. I had to learn how to use those for self-promotion when at first it felt uncomfortable, or I don't even know if it felt uncomfortable, honestly, for me personally, I think I was like, it's really not that big a deal. I mean, I played it down, you know, I was like, well, that was a long time ago or right. it wasn't really that hard to get that award, you know, or I just, <laughs> I dummied it. I dummied it down yeah. because I, and that's a, that's a confidence and a worth issue that I had to work on. Uh-huh. You know, And now I'm like, oh my gosh, no, that was a big deal. And, you know, and it's really just owning the things that you've done mm-hmm. in your life and that experiences that you've had Um, That have led to you being this person that can go out and say, hey, I have this thing, Mm -hmm. you know, to promote yourself in a certain way. And I have always found that to be really helpful just to stop and let's just take out a sheet of paper and make a list. Mm -hmm. And I promise that list is not that sheet of paper will not be empty.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know you were talking about this being maybe after the imposter syndrome um, podcast. And that's another thing that comes up for others is that we put ourselves out there and it's like claiming space. And we don't know if we, you know, belong there or if we're able to claim it. that, but you just got to, I mean, if you don't, someone else is, and what makes them more qualified to do that? It's just, they've said that they want it. So they're taking it. You know what I yeah. mean? And um, I don't mean like, we're always afraid we're going to take from others and we don't, you know know, and I like the humility around, you know, not boasting that you've got awards and things, but it's another thing to just like own what we've accomplished and then claiming space that we want, that our heart is asking for us to step into. And that's all really we need really is if there's a calling for that just to still listen and, and to have the courage <laughs> to go for it.
0: Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. because I mean, the opposite of that is of, you know, if there is no putting yourself out there and yes, this, this we talked about this last week on the imposter syndrome, um, episode, which I think these two conversations go so well together. Um, if we don't do it right, if we mm-hmm. don't put ourselves out there, if we don't squish that negative Nelly voice in our head, mm-hmm. that is imposter syndrome. And we, we tap into our power mm-hmm. and our, our knowledge, our wisdom, our experience, That's our gifts, our gifts, all yes. the things. And we, we just, if we yeah. don't show up yes. and yeah. Promote, self-promote, like just talk about the things that you're passionate about. Talk about the things that have helped you talk about the services that have helped others mm-hmm. that you provide. Mm-hmm. Then who is going to do it for you? Yeah. And who's, who's going to know? You?
1: Yeah. And then you're sitting there going like, why does no one know what I do? And it's because you're not talking <laughs> about it.
0: Yeah. yeah. it's like you are- it can't be a secret agent. Yeah. And
1: people are so wrapped up in their own lives, honestly, like they don't have time to think about you. So you need to make it. <laughs> Priority. You know, when you when you see someone just to just remind them if 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 what you want to do in the world is important to you, and you feel called to do it, then you got to tell people about it. That's just yeah. the way it is. I'm sorry. You got to get over yourself and go talk about it.
0: (laughs) As we're recording this episode right now, I'm in the middle. I'm at the the beginning stages of a launch for our program, the Speakeasy. And I'm doing a a free training next week on um, First Speakers Workshop. I saw that. To be kind of a precursor to what we offer inside our Speakeasy. And in order to do that, right, I'm I'm in full on launch mode. And I've been doing this a little while now to where I'm at the place where I no longer worry about how many emails my email list is going to get, inviting them, number one, to the speaker workshop, and then later to tell them about the speakeasy and, you know, invite them to take a look at that. In the beginning, I probably would have sent maybe two or three emails, you know, because I just had to learn how to self-promote. I had to learn how to do that. Yeah. Now, I mean, we had a launch last time and I sent 18 emails in a span of about three weeks or mm. whatever it was, is a mm-hmm. lot of emails. And guess what? I make no apology for that. And mm. I, none, because it's like, well, how else are they gonna know?
1: Right. So for, launch- the people,
0: for the people that number one came in and took our workshop, These are not even people who became clients, but for the, there were like a hundred people that signed up for that workshop for the people that came in and took that workshop. Invariably, I hope, and I do believe, because many of them have told me they learned something that they needed. Mm. You know, there was like, oh, April, thank you so much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Of course. Then there was a, another select few who actually did come become clients and they stepped into the speakeasy. How would they have known? that this existed if I didn't talk about it. And they're so grateful because they're now in, you know, our program creating real change in Mm -hmm. their business and Mm -hmm. making massive forward momentum. How would they have known if I didn't send my 18 emails, you know, and do the workshop and show up and do all the things and invite and, you know, yes, self-promote. It's not really self-promote. I think that's probably where we go wrong, as we you know kind of label it as self-promotion. Right. But we're really not promoting ourselves. What we're promoting is what we have to offer that can help someone else. The I mean, it's almost yeah. like service promotion is what we should yeah. call it, right? Or
1: experience promo or yeah. something. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you were talking all about the thing that you offered, but then at, it's all about them because this is what they've what received out of it. What it can help it. them
0: with. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
1: I know such a weird thing to get our head around, but I know we have so to come up true. with a better
0: name, better name, but anyway, yeah. self-promotion and, is and so a, key.
1: Yeah. And that's, I was just thinking too, when you're talking about a launch too, like anytime you hear launch, that's like self-promotion, like a thousand
0: percent. Yeah. yeah. Like- it's like a, you're <laughs> on speed with that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a get lot ready for that. Yeah. When, get, when someone wants to do that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I've already had someone be like, you know what, you need to up your Instagram um, post to like three times a day. And I'm like, that's a bit much like, I don't know if I can offer like three times value a day with with my content. Anyway, I struggle with it too. I actually just wanted to make note to that for the people listening is that last night I was in quite a state about my life and where it's gone and what I've done and like, blah, blah, blah. Like our, our brain loves to go to the negative. Like, oh, I think yeah. I called, I think I said, I sucked. Um I'm stupid. I, I'm not good at this. Oh boy. It was on a rampage. And then this morning I woke up and I'm like, Oh, actually I don't mind this. And this is great. And like, you know, it's so bizarre. So just know people that like this too shall pass. Like if you are in Nagy land, know that, you know, um, the opposite of that, uh, you know, gratefulness and abundance and joy is just around the corner. So, um, you know, don't give yourself such a hard time to, that you get pulled there because mm-hmm. we're conditioned to be pulled there. You know, we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. You know, we're not doing this right. Um, the news is never really that positive, you know, like we, we all sort of, you know, really get t- attached to people's, Drama, and and it, it's learning how to pull ourselves out of that and and kind of come to the other side over and over and over and over again.
0: <laughs> so it's a roller coaster for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an up and down, up and down, and I and that's why I think conversations like this are so important, and because we we need to hear. Well, like mm-hmm. we need to hear Adara say, "Oh, last night I thought I was dumb." You know, last night I thought my content was just crap today. I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm on April's (laughs) podcast and here we go. You know, like it's crazy pants, how our mind does play tricks on us. But as you pointed out earlier, being around your like-minded community, being around a community of other entrepreneurs or other real estate agents or um other crafters or just other stay-at-home moms whatever mm-hmm. it is like mm-hmm. being around others who are in your world who have similar daily activities who can understand and empathize and say, Oh yeah, I know. I was just like that last week, you know, so that we remind ourselves that we're not alone mm-hmm. and we're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is something like you said, on the other side of that, if, if, a, if the negative is true, the positive can also is also true. Like it, mm-hmm. it's the law of polarity, right? Like it has yeah. to be true. So yeah. if uh, if you are thinking that you are dumb or s- stupid at using your words, <laughs> yep. then there's also going to be days when you think, hey, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty great. <laughs> I got it all figured out. I mean, after oh. all, Adira, you are an award-winning television <laughs> host and producer, Crazy. creator, and powerful storyteller. Um, tell us a little bit about I want to know more about Spiral Creative and the mm-hmm. type of work you really do. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to share that with our audience because I love the storytelling aspect of it. I love Mm -hmm. that you float around in the world, really working in to help people and brands and companies and whomever really help their story shine, right? Mm -hmm. Like really pull out the essence of who they are.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have my Vimeo channel open right now and we've done over like 3000 videos and um, it's crazy. Like sometimes when uh, a client, maybe four years who worked with me, like, you know, responds to one of my emails and is like, oh yeah, that thing we did. I'm like, oh, right, I forgot all about us filming your dog carrier that goes on front of a bike. And, um, you know, I'm working, we do, uh, we do everything in every sector, like, don't even get me going because my brain just is like, blah. but what I think is so cool about it, um, and what I wanted to just touch on with, with Spiro and finding this sort of uh, track for myself, if you will, mm-hmm. is I was such a experience. i am still an experiential girl. I really like, like, if you were to tell me not to put my hand in there because there's like spiders or something, um, I would put it in there because I didn't believe you and I wanted, or or I would just wanted to experience it to see, like, really how bad is it, right? My my husband actually says it's like fire that, like, it's going to be hot. You're going to burn your hand, but I'll I'll go and burn my hand just because I I want to know for myself, right? So that's kind of been um the way that I learn. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say it's dumb, <laughs> you know. Um, and so basically, a conventional job of sorts, like coming out of high school and being this sort of free spirit, if you will, that wanted to experience a lot of things. Um, there was not really a job out there that could facilitate that unless it was journalism, which I did look into. But then I didn't want to wear a suit. And I didn't want to sit in in a chair. And I didn't want to wake up at like 5am and be on the ground and tell a story. So you Know it was like really going, Oh, I like this, but I don't like this. Oh, this yeah. is cool, but I don't like this. So anyway, when I got into Spiro with my husband, I had just finished uh I had a television show, um, which, you know, you can totally play down or play up. I mean, not everyone's had a TV show, but it just aired on our local sort of station here. Um, but mm-hmm. I walked into the network and told them my show idea, and they gave me an 8 p.m. time slot on Thursdays, and then I had to go make a show which was like super bonker crazy. Awesome. And, um, and from that experience, uh, I, I really got the chops that I love to go into different Places of business or people's worlds, whatever those were, associations or organizations or a person's world, mm-hmm. and tell their story. I just, I just got real um, satisfaction from that. I loved hearing what lit them up. I loved hearing why they were passionate for what they did. I loved hearing how they got to where they are. And maybe it was just to inspire myself too to figure out what it is that I wanted to do in the world. Um, and. So that was sort of the journey. Um so when the show ended, uh I then met my husband and he had the filming like being uh behind the camera experience and the editing, which is like god awful to me.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, that's like the editors make everybody look good. I
1: know. Yes. So he's like my perfect partner. Um so yeah, we uh I think we had like 600 or 1200 bucks in the bank and we were like, let's buy a camera and start a business. <laughs> and do this for a living. And that was over 10 years ago. So this is what we do full time is as drop into people's worlds and pull out their essence and their story and um try to beautifully master Uh, Something that would be cinematic and gorgeous to hear and listen to that actually vibes with uh, the viewer and and hopefully they take action and care about your story and want to work with you but if they don't whatever at least that was a good precursor to who you are and maybe they're not for you so you don't it's like it's like, you don't have to self promote. I'll do that for you. I'll just, I'll tell your story and you just put it out there and you just send people your video. You're just like, um, here's here I am. Boom. And then if they're like, Oh, I like her, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to her again. Or if they're like, no, she's not for me. Well, that's great. Let's move on next person. Right. So,
0: and that's just it. Right. Like that's yeah. the reason why uh, we need to be telling our story. That's the reason why I get on this microphone every, every week mm. and come into your earbuds to really reiterate this message. That when you share your story, really beautiful things can unfold, Mm. whether you're a business, right. Whether you're an organization, a charitable cause, a mission-driven purpose person, an author, like you are a speaker, um, you know, even it really doesn't matter a business owner or not, mm-hmm. there is a place for that story. And some people need help with that, right? That's mm-hmm. why you, people like you exist. That's why people like me exist. We mm-hmm. can come in and help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can help put that together in a video form to really be like that, that commercial, but mm-hmm. it's not a commercial. It's, it's a, it's a piece of storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of, this isn't like, Hey, sign up for, you know, no. our pest control service, Yeah. instead of that, what's the story that that company, that pest control company could be telling? That's why I would call it
1: the heart of your business. Yeah. It's the heart of the business. business. It is. Which is what I think people really resonate with as a consumer. Like, I really want to know their values and why they do what they do. I mean, that's kind of why I purchase things. You know, I care more for that than I do um, the actual product itself. Like it's the people that I'm connecting with and therefore I want to support them. Right. So. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think of so many, I can think of so many instances of brands that I have, either fo- first certainly followed, but then certainly purchased from mm-hmm. companies, people, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's because in some way or fashion, whatever they, they have told their story mm-hmm. somehow. And, and I've, I've connected with it, Yeah, you know, and those are the ones that I, I could literally name by name. Like, Oh yeah. I remember when I bought this pair of tennis shoes because, you know, the creator was on on Instagram telling the story behind these shoes. She was literally like an Olympian and she used to be with Nike and Nike didn't support her through maternity, according uh-huh. to her. I'm yeah. not slandering Nike right? Nike, but I'm just saying she shared a story about that. And yeah. She went out and built her own shoe company, and I'm like, "Oh, that's my yeah. kind of girl." girl. And yeah. I went and bought these shoes that are like built for Olympians to run in. And I don't know if anybody knows, but I am not an Olympian. <laughs> I'm not even a really good runner, but I have that pair of shoes, mm. and I love them. And when mm. I wear them, I think about that. Yeah, I you know? think
1: about her. Yeah, just I didn't need those stuff. pairs.
0: That that pair of shoes. <laughs> But like, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. Um, Let's talk a little bit about your book. I love the name free spirit. And when you were talking about, you know, a little bit of your story there, that really resonated with me too, because I never really felt like I fit someone's box and Mm -hmm. I, and I don't, I don't fit Mm -hmm. someone's box. And Mm -hmm. actually probably a lot of people don't fit people's boxes, but A lot of times we get tricked into believing that we should morph and change ourselves in order to fit someone's box. Uh, For whatever reason, I never subscribed to it. And I didn't, I was like, no, that that's just not how I'm going to operate. And so I've been um, someone who always was trying to figure out how to move about the world in a way that made sense to me. And storytelling, as I've talked a lot about on this show, has just always been a way that makes sense. That's how I make sense of the world, right? It's Mm -hmm. hearing someone else's story and being able to facilitate that storytelling has been such a beautiful gift to me. Um, it really calms me down on a lot of crazy days there. I have so many stories that I've told from other people, right? Other people's Mm -hmm. stories that I have helped facilitate that on some of my bad days, like you described yesterday, right? When you're like, I suck. none Mm -hmm. of this makes sense. And I get in my own pity party. I will remember someone's story. Well, if Ooh. Becky did that, then I know I can too. Well, if mm. Susan had that experience that I remember her telling me about, right? It, like these stories come back to me. So they serve me on the in the most loving, beautiful gorgeous way. So that alone is a reason enough for everyone to go tell their story cuz yeah. you will you will help me out. You will help yeah. me out. You're going to on my um, bad days. Yeah, you're going to be um, a patch and, in your story uh, blanket. I love that. Yes, I was just thinking like a that. Warm story like a blanket. blanket. Yeah. yeah. But you know, when I discovered that I could make a living doing this and hopping around and making it different every day cuz I didn't I was never going to be good at a 9 to 5. Mm -hmm. Even though I did have a nine to five at one point uh, point in storytelling as a as a journalist, but um, I was never I I, that was when I was like okay, I can do this. You know, I don't have to. This doesn't have to fit into a box. It's very Mm -hmm. different than what a lot of other people are doing, and it always really um, spoke to me. So that idea of being that free spirit, you know, I I can really relate to. And so, what did it look like for you? And and what what's the big story that you tell in that book that we want everyone to go read?
1: Ah well, it's about really finding your own wings and oh. to to fly in your own way and and it's a long journey for some and for some it could just be, uh, right there and and it's just this little tweak that you have to to create to to be in a whole new world potentially right and um it also just starts with taking action in in ways that really light you up. I say that often, but that's because my my whole brand is light up, which is why I think another reason why we well, connected like light each other yes. and light up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, basically, you know, it really got interesting, uh, once I kind of hit my twenties and started going on my adventures. So, you know, there was the cruise ship, you know, period. And then, um, I went to Ireland. This is the big story, which I tell often in my talks and they always get a laugh, but, um, I was working at a radio station at the time and we were doing the movie premieres and it was when PS I love you had come out, uh, with Gerard Butler and Hillary Swank (laughs) and, um, So I'm watching the show and I'm like, that's it. I got to move to Ireland. I got to go meet Gerard Butler. I'm going to find my own Gerard Butler. We're going to get married. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to find a man who loves me for who I am. That's really what the movie was about. And so um, I packed my bag and off I went and arrived to Dublin. And soon after that, I... Um, got to understand what was really going on there and uh, most of the men at the time were toothless uh, wore track suits and were quite heavy drinkers and Gerard Butler was actually from Scotland so I had the wrong country totally (laughs) because I didn't do any research so um, I'm sort of wandering the streets going like what the heck am I doing here (laughs) trying to find (laughs) this love of my life yeah what the heck And um, I saw a sign that said free meditation classes. And I was out of money. And I thought, well, there's no harm in giving it a go. It's free. And I ended up uh, actually not becoming like a Buddhist, but I did sort of become monkish in the sense that I quit drinking, smoking, I became celibate and um, vegetarian. And I meditated like a lot for nine months almost. And um, in that experience, um, and coming home, it wasn't actually until I like laid in the grass uh, here back in Canada, where I'm from, um, and kind of looked up to the sky. I remember this moment so clearly, and kind of asking God, like, "What the hell was all that for? I didn't come back with the love of my life." And I heard softly, "Well, you did, my sweet girl. You love yourself. You've come mm-hmm. back to love yourself." And I was like, oh, okay, okay then. So it was actually that moment where things really started to take off in my life. Like before that, I felt like I was sort of just... Uh Um, floating, flittering. Yeah. Like trying to find my place. And and it wasn't until I had that realization that things started to sort of move in a direction of my dreams really. And so from there, um, another big adventure was um, running across Canada with the 2010 Olympics. I'm I'm dating myself here now, but these were all things I did in my Fun 20s. And then um, you know, getting a producer job and then having my TV show, which led to then finding my love of my life, my husband, who we run a video company together, and we we both do what we love doing every day. And we have like a a, a kid now, which is super cool. And yeah, and so anyway, I'm just saying that all of those things kind of built on the foundation of my self-love. So Um, basically the book walks you through your own journey and asks you questions at the end of each chapter so that you too can find your love and your place as a leader in the world. Yeah.
0: You know, that is the real core of it. If we're going to talk about self-promotion at the end of the day, it really is going to come down to Mm self-love. It really is the person who loves themselves wholly, um, and, and has that assuredness inside of them has done work. You know, you've done the work to accept yourself for who you are. You know, you belong, you know, you are worthy. You love yourself despite, you know, all the, in all the ways that we're not perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause none of us are perfect, mm-hmm. but we can love ourselves through it. And mm-hmm. this has been something that's really resonated with me lately because I, feel like I've gone through multiple journeys of of figuring out and learning to love April, but I'm on another one as, Mm -hmm. um, I am entering a whole different phase of my life going into my fifties now and going through menopause. And I just feel like I'm always talking about it on the show, but I feel like it's important to talk about, you know, so I, that's what I do. I talk about the story because it's a big change. It just is a big change. And at the beginning of the year, as I was really kind of a lamenting and kind of shaking my fist at God and like, gosh, this is so annoying. You know, this is like, you know, darn you Eve, you know, I mean, really just, oh, just going on and on and on about it with, with, uh, you know, in my prayers and in my talks with God. And I just heard him so clearly say, Hey, I have an idea. (laughs) Why don't you focus on you? Because I was like, in a space of like, okay, what, what do I need to do this year? You know, kind of at the beginning of each year, um, what do I need to do? And he's like, why don't you focus on you? You take care of you, April, and I'll take care of the rest. And it was a real clear message that I need to get back to loving myself. Mm -hmm. I need to get back to full acceptance. I need to get back to taking care of myself. You know, right now recording this, I told you right before this we got mm-hmm. on to record together. I just went out and got my workout in. And I came back in all sweaty and I'm like, but I did it. I'm doing these things that help me stay connected to my body, stay connected to who I am. And it's so important. And I think mm-hmm. when we talk about self promotion, when you do that work and you have mm-hmm. that foundation, and you do love yourself on most days. Mm-hmm. We all have permission to have a pity party day. Mm-hmm. But on most days, we really do love ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think it becomes so much easier to show up in the world.
1: I love how you brought that full circle.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it. It's it. I love that. I love that I, story. I love that, too, but... I love that realization of you laying in the grass and going, oh, yeah. I did find what I was looking for. I just didn't realize it came in this form, but then from that foundation, everything unfolded for you exactly as you desired. So beautiful.
1: Yeah, and and I let's just put a little asterisk there, like how it unfolded exactly how I had envisioned. Never, never does that ever happen. Um, like the no, because you the, thought
0: it was going to be in Ireland with Joar Vetter, uh, and yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> no, and like even the dream car or
1: the the package that my true, you know, my husband came in, or um, anything that kind of comes in. I I mean, at the essence of it. <clears throat> because I'm so clear on my values and what it is I want to feel in, in life and, and what, um, like you're saying, like having that self-love, I'm just trying to think what, what I'm trying to say here. It's like, nothing is packaged the way that I envisioned envisioned it might be, but it's all the things that I really need. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes, it Uh, does.
0: And we think it has to look a certain way, but once we finally get it, it usually doesn't look the way we thought it was going to (sighs) look. Exactly. Yeah. And right. then
1: also the other thing that happens often too, is like, maybe I'm like really kicking it in like my body image. Like I'm really mm-hmm. feeling good there, but then my business is kind of suffering. It's like really yep. freaking frustrating. And then sometimes my business is excelling, but like my relationship is kind of just needing some tweaks. Right. And it's like, I can never, this whole idea of balance. I don't know it. I don't know it. I haven't seen it. No, there's never everything on my wheel of life is working like at optimal 100 ish. Like there's always something that there's like a give and take, which makes total sense because it's a yin and yang. It's it's always this and that. You know, it, it can't all be like
0: oh, all the time like awesome. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. Anyway. Uh, so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The balance is, is such a fallacy yeah. for sure. But, but the
1: awesome is great too. And those, those moments yeah. do come. And this is one thing, I don't know why I'm on a whole tangent here around this. I just wanted to put it out there because maybe people need to hear it. But you know, when we go to these like raw, raw events, um, I'm not going to mention any influencers, but it's like, you want more, go get more. You you, you want to be greater. You want to be better than you were yesterday, you know, and all these things. And everybody gets pumped up and they're like, yes, I want more. It's like, what. If we just hung out in what we have mm-hmm. and like be so grateful for that and not be striving all the time for the next bigger thing or the better thing or the, you know, um just just loving what we what and I'm hearing this for me. This is what I'm working through this year, actually, is just really loving what I have and not needing more all the time, right? Because it's an endless more
0: it never ends. It never ends. And if we are not grateful for what we have now, if we don't stop and be present with what is, what is present for us, you're right. I don't think we will ever come, come to things with that place of, of having that self-love and having being grounded in who we are, because we will always feel like we have to achieve to get something that we don't currently have to fill some sort of void of our, that is present from our own iniquity, right? Our own mm-hmm. inability. And that's just not true. We are enough as we are today. We don't need more. You don't have to have one more thing. You don't need one more certification. You don't need one more training. Right. You don't need one more social media post. Right. You don't need anything. You exactly. are enough today. <clears throat> and that's a hard one girls. That's a hard so one. It's yeah. so hard because we are, we are bombarded to your point, whether it's events like the rah-rah events or the social media that's out there, the news, the television shows, whatever it is that we're ingesting, Mm -hmm. all of it is telling us the opposite.
1: Mm-hmm. you need really this is. to feel this. You'll need
0: this if you
1: want yeah. this, you know, I'm right. actually on the front of my, like, I have a daytime time, uh, time, uh, like a calendar for every yeah. year. And on it, I have like the word of the year. Right. And it was elevate, um, become the dreams. <laughs> uh, but, um, I kind of want to put there, like, what, what could be a word of just like being uh, just cool with what is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead
0: of like, elevating, just like, yeah. Hey, stay put. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just put. Just you're good. Just, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. No one tells you that. Just know no, Where no, you are. It's yeah. always because they're selling the dream, like you yes. said. You got to buy buy that day timer, right? So they yeah. they have to sell the dream. So, as we wrap up here, since mm-hmm. you are the storyteller, right? You are in this world of also helping others tell their story and make that story shine. To anyone listening to the, this episode today, who feels like their story is just a mess or it's not enough or it's boring or, um, it's too much. These are all the things that Uh, I know we hear all the time, mm. you know, right. All the, all the reasons why they may not be sharing their story and they may not be putting themselves out there and they may not be actively involved in, Service promotion, as we've relabeled it, or experience Mm. promotion, as we've relabeled it, it, self promotion. What What's the thing you want to leave them with? What do you want to say?
1: Right, I'd rather take a picture of us um, zooming. Um, What the question was? What do I want to say to those people?
0: Yeah. What's your words of wisdom and advice that you Um, leave them with about getting themselves out there and sharing their story? Um, I don't know. It's not, you don't need to be
1: quiet. Um, what do I want to say to those people? April, what do you want to say to those people? What did those people want? to well, I hear? say it all the time. <laughs>
0: what, do you, what do you say? What do you I'll say? say you know, I mean, I just feel like mm-hmm. truly that they're missing out and that there are people that need them. There are people in the world like, like I shared earlier on my down days, I remember someone else's story and I need that. I need, Mm -hmm. I'm so glad those people showed up and shared their story when they did, because it serves me on and on and on and on. And there's a group of people in the world that need you. They need Mm -hmm. you to share your particular story. And so you may think that it's not enough or that it's too much or that it's too messy or too imperfect or boring or whatever, whatever you're going to think you're going to have, you know, your own limiting beliefs around what your story can do. And I would just encourage you to put that to the side because truly when you start to experience someone else saying, Oh, thank you. I needed to hear that or, oh, wow, me too, or all those things, Mm. it will come back to Mm -hmm. you and help, Mm -hmm. you know, help you get grounded in who you are. Some of the things we've been talking about today. And I just feel like it's really important to be told that over and over and over again, to be encouraged that, that your story has a place in the world. Um, you know, one of the guys that I really learned so much about storytelling from that I've observed as I was a CBS reporter for a while he's at CBS, Steve Hartman, you know, everybody has a story. That was his, that was his thing for so long. Everybody has a story and I've adopted that. And I believe it, I believe it firmly. And I just think that those stories have a place in the world to be told and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting out there and sharing them is important.
1: I love it. While you were speaking, I was just thinking, uh, what, what really I wanted to say there. And I, I had just done a talk sort of like a TEDx style talk on your soul story. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: the soul, I believe has a story that it wants to express in the world. And I feel like that's our, our birthright to be able to share that. And I feel like when we do, we really connect to other human beings and we create that um, that intrinsic sort of you're here, I'm here, we're all here. You know, I see you, I see you. That's like the looking into someone's eyes and being yeah. like, I really see you. I really hear you. And, and, uh, that's a beautiful thing to be witnessed in that way. So
0: it is what, so beautiful. yeah, So good. Well, what's your favorite way for people to reach out to you if they want to, uh, you know, maybe they, anyway. they need, you to come create a, a magical, magical, amazing video, video or they want to listen yeah. to you speak, or they want to read your book, like what's, what's your favorite way to pass your information on?
1: Yeah, if they just go to adaraangelusi.com, really, that's where everything's held. And they can follow me from there if they want to, or follow, they connect with me from there, or, you know, uh, yeah, I find social media so interesting. But um,
0: yeah, that's where all the things are. Okay. Over well, there. we're going to link yeah. up the that yeah. website. So okay. check out the Thank show you. notes so that you can get the spelling correct Appreciate and it. you will click on it and be taken straight there. So welcome back Thank to the you. inside story podcast. And thanks for being here today. Thanks April. All right. We'll see everybody next time on the inside story podcast. Thanks for being here. And we'll talk to you next week.